Warning, the following podcast show that you're about to listen to will include explicit language and content in which you, the members of the audience, may find offensive. Audience discretion is advised. Welcome to another episode of the Kim Wang Podcast Experience. Yeah, boy. Where anything and everything is a subject matter on the show and no subject matter is ever taboo. Damn, that's what's up, my G. And now, your host with the most, Mr. Kim Wang. Bro, am I getting paid for this? Yes, yes. Oh, my God. Joseph, what's going on, man? Thank you for stepping in. Um, I don't know what happened to Hector. Um, something just happened and he couldn't make it. And then I actually tried to call Chris. And unfortunately, Chris was not able to step in to make the intro. But um, you're, you're, you're my man, dude. I really appreciate it. Come see me after, uh, after the episode. We'll make sure that uh, you get straight financially and everything will work out pretty good. So, ladies and gentlemen, hello and good evening and welcome to uh, another edition, another episode of the Kim Huang Podcast Experience. Uh, I am your host with the most, the Asian sensation himself, Kim Huang, and we are recording over in the greater Washington, D.C. metropolitan area in the Asian Sensation Studios. And, um, you know, life is good. Life is good. I'm here and we are you know, doing another recording, I'm behind the mic, and man, alive, it just feels really good, it feels really good, um, I gotta give a quick shout out to the Baltimore Ravens, uh, if, if you didn't, uh, if, unless you were living under a rock, I gotta tell you, that game yesterday was absolutely incredible, absolutely incredible, um, uh, as you know, we won, we pulled it out, and a, and a stunning upset, uh, an upset for the ages. Uh, we won in overtime. Uh, I don't remember the exact score. I think it was like something like it was, if I remember correctly, it was like 31 to 25. And it was just amazing how in the second half, you know, we were losing really bad, like 22 to 3. And then all of a sudden, the Baltimore Ravens just made an incredible comeback. And Lamar Jackson doing Lamar Jackson things really helped uh, the Ravens get out of that mud and uh, onto the ground and and into the skies where we belong. You know, Uh, I can't believe it. Um, Probably one of the best games of the season that I've seen with the Baltimore Ravens. Um, It's a close tie between that when they uh, went against the Colts yesterday versus... I would say the game where we were playing in Detroit against the Lions um, in that historical, m- monumental, groundbreaking, uh, record-breaking, 66-yard field goal successful that uh, Justin Tucker did. And it helped us to um, you know win that game. And, you know, right now we're at a comfortable 4-1, uh, and one, you know, right now. And we're actually leading the uh, AFC North, and we're, we're doing great things. And it's, it's pretty awesome, man. It is really awesome. It's, gr- it's great to have a football team doing great things. And right now, currently in a very good, um, in a really good position. And I just hope that uh, going forward, that the Baltimore Ravens will keep on doing great things and, make the playoffs and 
hopefully go to the Super Bowl and maybe even win a Super Bowl. Uh, that's a little bit uh, out there, but um, you know, as a fan, as a, Ra- a Baltimore Ravens fan, uh, this is the type of stuff that we hope for. So uh, you know, it's you know, all I have to say is congratulations, Baltimore, on a job well done. You know, uh, like John Harbaugh said, um, you know, these games are never really pretty, but uh, it's us. You know what I mean? And he was definitely right. He was definitely right. So, um, tonight I am recording solo, so basically there is, uh, no special guest, which is fine. I like, uh, when I make, uh, podcast episodes on my, by myself, it's, uh, it's a good feeling. You know, I don't feel disturbed. I don't feel, uh, like I'm cutting anybody off. And that's not to say, you know, I, I like to do those things. I mean, I like talking to people and I like to interview them and I got like to know them and see what they're all about. But when I do operate on my own and I have a, you know, a solo assignment and I'm just talking about a, a subject matter at hand, um, you know, it just makes me feel very comfortable knowing that I have my own time. I can save my own stuff. Without the fear of, you know, again, any interference. So, and tonight, I know as dumb as it sounds, and as, uh, you know, stereotypically male of me as it sounds, uh, I am going to actually have a subject matter of what many would think is the most dumbest thing or the most minuscule thing. But to me, it does have a significance. You know what I mean? Um, which is uh, the subject matter, (laughs) oh my goodness, and I can't believe I'm saying this, is my 1999 uh, Eddie Bauer edition Ford Explorer that has a V8 engine. And the reason why that I uh, am talking about this is because uh, recently it has made a historical groundbreaking... um, I guess you could say milestone in which recently it has reached up all the way up to 300,000 miles, 300,000 miles. That's, that's a lot, man. You know what I mean? And there's a story behind it. And, uh, there is kind of like, I guess you could say like, a um, a metaphor or some kind of weird, you know, lesson behind it. So here it is. Um, I basically come from an immediate family where we're not really financially rich. You know, we do okay. You know what I mean? And everything that we have had was either, you know, through hard work or, you know, through the grace of God, um, you know, it was awarded to us by family members or friends or what have you. Now, mind you, I, I, you know, when they people do things where, like, you know, they hand you stuff that they don't need anymore and they give it to you, um, I don't really classify it as, like, a handout or anything. I just feel like it's, hey, they don't need it anymore, and rather than just wasting it, give it to somebody that's going to, you know, put it into good use. And um, it came in at a time, I believe it was maybe 2011, 2012, or something of that sort. Um, the vehicle that I was driving at the time actually belonged to my mom's and it was a 1995, 
uh, Lexus ES300. And that thing had a lot of miles in it too. You know, it definitely got, got me through a lot of good trips and, and distance and so forth. But um, we knew it was time because, you know, like all vehicles in life, um, it has a beginning point and it has an ending point. And it was about to reach the ending point because there was a lot of things that was kind of going wrong um, mechanically. Every time that I changed the oil, <clears throat> for some weird reason, it would always spit it out. And I just did not know what the hell was going on. And uh, at a certain point in time, it just, you know, it, it died. And, you know, all I have to say is rest in peace, Lexus. That was that was a nice little... Uh, you know, um, luxurious car, you know, that was given a lot of opportunity and, you know, a lot of miles. So it was good, but we were a car short in my family. And, uh, my aunt who lives in the Bay area of California in the San Jose, uh, area, um, her and her husband actually had a 1999 Ford Explorer. That, uh, you know, they, they, you know, traveled with and so forth. But, you know, it was getting, it was a 99. They weren't really getting any miles with it. You know, they hardly was using it, you know. So it was just like it was there and it was getting some use, but not frequent use. And uh, I think what had happened was that we struck a deal and we ended up, uh, you know, taking over that vehicle. And next thing you know, you know, we had... An SUV right there, uh, brand new, uh, well, brand new to us because we never really had an SUV, but, um, you know, it was used and it had low miles. And um, when I was kind of, you know, given the, the opportunity to drive it and take care of it and so forth, I felt really weird about it because most of the times when I was actually driving vehicles, um, when I was, you know, and I still am. I was always used to um, cars that were a little bit more lower to the ground, like sedans, four doors. You know, I was, you know, let me give you a, a clue of, or a history of what I drove. I drove like a, a, Toyota, a Toyota Cressida. Cressida is really uh, one of the older models of a Toyota. Um, I was driving a, uh, let's see, a Toyota Camry. Then it went to, I believe, an Acura Legend. And then I went over from an Acura Legend to um, a Honda Accord V6 that we got from my uncle that lived uh, nearby at the time. And uh, after that one was biting the dust, I actually drove my mom's, uh, my late mother's uh, 1995 uh Lexus ES 300 and then we went with this Explorer and for as many years um, from let's say 2012 until now uh, 2022 uh, which is about 10 years that we owned it but it is a 99 so it's got actually a lot of years so it's really what 20, 21, 22, about 23 years. Yeah, 23 years that car uh, was aged. And um, yeah, you know, to put 
all together all the way up from low miles until 300,000 miles later. Wow, that, that's just incredible. Um, you know, with the proper maintenance and everything that we put into it, um, you know, it lasted that long. Now, mind you, you know, it had some minor setbacks along the way because, you know, um, we had like some rotor issues and we had some axle issues and so forth. But uh, mechanically speaking, it was sound. And, um, you know, as obviously as the years go by, you know, with your vehicle, um, you know, it just starts to get weaker and weaker and weaker. And, um, you know, now that I think about it, I'm approaching, you know, I actually approached the 300,000 miles and I think now it's like 300,100 miles. So it's still kind of going, um, it's slipping in the sense that it's not as powerful as it once was. So I think that we're facing a little bit of a transmission issue, maybe some other stuff. Um, but I honestly think that, uh, you know, when it comes to the time of, uh, you know, when you know when it's time, uh, it's just time to kind of let it go. And uh, I think the what I'm planning on doing is that uh, I'm going to ride it out until the end of the year and then I'm just going to stop it. I think it's about time because, you know, with all the repairs that you can put up with this uh, vehicle right now... Um, I think it's just not worth it. You know what I mean? It's going to probably be the expenses and everything that you put in there all together when it adds up. It's like really a down payment on like a, a brand new used car or even a brand new car, depending on where you go. And I think it's, you know, I think it's just about time to really put it into retirement. Now, why am I talking about this? Um... It's one of those things in life you can you can take it as one of two things. Um, you have to understand that things that you have in life, they don't last forever. But, you know, while you still have it and while it's there, you have to understand that you have to really appreciate uh, what you have for the time that you have it. And things like, uh, you know, a car or a truck, or SUV, or any mode of transportation that gets you from point A to point B, um, it's just a really uh, sacred relationship. And my years with my Ford Explorer is incredible, because I had so many good memories, you know, with that uh, Ford Explorer. I can't remember how many times, you know, I took that thing to Philadelphia and back. You know, that I've took it to, uh, uh, as you know, for me personally, um, I've, dro I've driven it as far as uh, Niagara Falls, New York, but it has reached over to um, Toronto, Canada, because I let uh, my, my dad borrow it so he can drive up there and he can handle the terrains uh, very easily without uh, any problems or, or, or complications. Um, it's gone as far south as uh, around the borderline of Florida. So she's seen a lot of action, you know. Um, I really feel, though, as soon as I let this puppy go, um, I'm really going to be sad about it. And I'm not going to say that I'm going to cry. 
but I definitely will miss all the good times and the the good uh, adventures that we've had and, you know, just the moments, you know, that happened. Um, all the, the trips that I've took with it and had a lot of my friends there along with me to even the simple things of when I used to wor work as a dog walker and it would get me to point A to point B and, you know, I could transport certain dogs in the back trunk and it was amazing. Um, would I ever get another Ford Explorer again in life? No, probably not. Uh, just because those things are gas guzzlers, you know what I mean? And it doesn't get a lot of miles per gallon, you know. Um, I'm looking for something that will definitely give me a lot of miles per gallon, something that's a little bit more fuel efficient. Um, if I do decide to go get an SUV, it definitely would be something smaller than, you know, a Ford Explorer. If it's in the Ford family, I probably would get like a Ford Escape. Um, maybe something in the lines of Subarus, because I've been hearing a lot of good things about Subarus and how they got a great reputation and uh, how it's very, very reliable, you know, very reliable, you know. Um, but yeah, it's moments like those. I just, it, you know, you, you're very grateful. You're grateful for something that has taken care of you for many years. You know what I mean? And you would think that somewhere down the line that it would last you forever, which unfortunately is not the case. But, you know, for the times that you did have it, you know, the places that you've been, the job that it, it served, um, you can't help but to feel a sense of gratitude. And um, I know it's going to be nerdy to say this, but I really felt like I really had a great relationship with that uh, with that Ford Explorer. I felt that like at certain times that Ford Explorer was a true friend. Um, it would never argue with me. We never got into any fights or arguments or you know we never yell at each other so it always felt like uh it was a great partnership you know what i mean um better than any other girlfriend i ever had in life i can tell you that much but uh as i digress it's just uh one of those things man one of those things um and i i don't know if anybody's ever had that kind of feeling or relationship but to me the reliability of that vehicle that, you know, how it took care of me for about about 10 years or so, um, it's amazing. It's amazing. And, um, you know, I really wish that, uh, you know, vehicles like that could last, like, forever. But I know that um, everything in life has a time limit. Uh, nothing is forever. But as long as, oh, again, that we actually learn to love and appreciate and respect what we have, um, that's all we got, you know, and I hope that, you know, somewhere down the line, I'll find another vehicle that, uh, was just reliable as that Ford Explorer. Uh, she got, she got me through, uh, you know, a lot of things, man. I tell you a lot of, a lot of crazy trips, you know, and a lot of crazy adventures, but ones that I will remember, um, for the rest of my life. Um, it's a great milestone to have that vehicle because it has reached up to 300,000 miles and I'm very proud of that. 
but it's the first vehicle that I've ever owned that I've never really gotten into a automobile accident with. So if that's anything, I mean, hey, uh, we really, uh, we did really well with that one. You know what I mean? So I'm really happy about that. Um, but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, value and treasure the moments because you never know when it's going to go. And uh, as long as I have her in my sights and, you know, she's taking care of me, I'm just going to, you know, drive that thing to the ground um, before the year is out. And uh, when it's just time, you know, it's just time. Um, I wish I could say that there would be like some kind of a funeral and uh, a cemetery where we could bury her. But <laughs> I don't think there's anything for that for cars except maybe the junkyard but I, I doubt that you know i doubt you know I, I don't think that would ever work out but yeah that's my story you know i really enjoyed every moment with her um that ford explorer will always have a little bit of my heart and um you know when it's time i'm definitely going to say that i'm going to miss her i'll give her a little hug you know what i mean like all guys do with their cars you know for you know, it's a, it's a little silly thing to do, but, you know, it's that's what I would do. And I would thank her and just uh, give her a quick salute and be off. So, you know, to my Ford Explorer, I just want to say thank you for the memories. Uh, you were definitely incredible. I never thought in my wildest dreams that you would reach that much of distance, accumulating uh, about 300,000 miles and a little bit more. Um, so for a vehicle like that, that's, that definitely is telling the story about, uh, you know, a vehicle like that and how it withstood the test of time. So, uh, all I got to say is when it happens, Godspeed, Godspeed. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all that I got for tonight. I, um, I know it's a little bit silly to talk about vehicles, but, you know, one thing about men that, people have to understand is that you know men we love cars you know we really do um that's one of the things in our blood that we love a lot is is our transportation you know there's just something about it you know it's um it's very you know it's very manly of us you know it's very traditional i think and and um yeah you know it's one of those things that uh will always stick with us forever in our dna just like how a good amount of men, we, we like, uh, you know, uh, sports and, and so forth. You know, it's just another part of our thing of our blood, you know. So, that being said, I'm going to go ahead and go. Um, it has been a great time to actually be here with you guys once again here on the Kim Huang Podcast Experience. Um, every time I'm over in the Asian Sensation Studios, uh, I never regret it. Because I feel like uh, when I'm here recording a podcast and sharing my thoughts with you guys, I'm telling a story, you know, and I'm just hoping that uh, a lot of people may learn a lot of things out of it or, you know, I hope that, you know, y'all can appreciate it or at least you can appreciate me of how genuine I am when I actually, you know, tell you whatever subject matter that I have on my mind and what the thoughts that go behind it, you know? So it's incredible. 
So that being said, let me go ahead and get out of here. As always, um, now I can explain in different detail, but in the same manner that I always do when I end my podcasts. That is how to find a guy. Now, you can always find me on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com forward slash the Kim Huang podcast experience and I will be there. Um, now, in terms of, uh, you know, podcasting platforms, we are now on three major podcast platforms. You can find us on Anchor. You can find us on Spotify. And now you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Yes, the the latest, uh, you know, partnership. And we are very proud to be a part of the Apple family. And we're very proud that our podcast has made it to that incredible uh, platform. It's just another way to actually, uh, you know, widen our audience fan base. And, uh, you know, we just hope that uh, this opportunity will be a great one and one that will serve us well, where we can generate a lot of, uh, you know, listeners from all over in a more, um, you know, variety of, uh, of ways or maybe that's the wrong way of saying it uh, to be a to be initially starting from one platform and then increasing to two was amazing and I'm really happy about that but now that we're on Apple a podcast it just widens the the whole opportunity of of great fan base of creating more fan base and you know widening the audience um it's just amazing so go ahead and find us on either platform we're available there uh for those that actually listen to podcasts on uh apple podcasts and you know you can actually from what i've been told you can actually rank the podcast so if you go to iTunes and you see the Kim Wang podcast experience and you see a chance to actually, uh, you know, rank us or give us some stars or whatever, uh, we really appreciate if you can give us a nice review. And, um, you know, five stars is the top, uh, you know, rank that, you know, a podcast can get. So we could really appreciate it if you can drop all five stars. We really would appreciate that. And um, so that we can just, you know, keep the ball rolling and and create general interest. And we just want to be a podcast where you guys can be proud of it and think that we're very interesting and that you would just come back for more and just think that uh, this is a podcast that's worth your time. And hey, you know, um, please uh, let the people know any friends or coworkers or anybody that's into podcasting about us and where we are now. If you want to be a special guest, if you want to be a special co-host guest, if you want to drop uh, some, uh, you know, maybe constructive criticism or drop a little suggestion about what subject matters that we need to cover, you can email me. Just make sure that you're specific on the under subject, what it is that you're emailing me about, and then email me at the Kim Huang podcast experience at gmail.com. If you email me, I will make sure that uh, I read it and get back to you as quick as possible. I'm very good with that. But um, yeah, yeah, that that is it. That is officially it. Um, 
I want to thank you guys uh, for your time and for allowing me to, you know, spend it with you guys and, and share, uh, you know, my thoughts and, uh, you know, just share this show, this moment with you. You know what I mean? So as I always say in the end, um, guys, please be safe. Uh, please make uh, good decisions and safe decisions because, um, you know, it doesn't do me any good if you guys uh, land up uh, passing away and being in a pine box six feet under because, you know, um, that doesn't do me any good. You know, I want to see you guys be well. I want to see you guys be safe. I want to see you guys do um, many great things with yourselves so that, you know, that you guys can motivate that ugh, that you guys can motivate me with the success that you're building, you know, because I think we can do it. I think we really can. And um, I know that uh, with your support, I can go all the way. And um, like I always say that I'm doing this for you guys. It isn't for me. And just a little FYI that if you actually listen to this on uh, Apple iTunes, uh, all the episodes are totally free, so we're not charging you anything. Uh, we, we do want you to go ahead and listen to us from the very first episode all the way to the present one because I think it's a good chance for you guys to really get an, uh, a good opportunity to know who I am and what this podcast is all about, you know what I mean? We're not just about only interviewing you know, local um film actors and directors and producers and um, interviewing musicians or fight choreographers or stunt people or tattoo artists or, you know, maybe chefs or anybody that has a creative medium. Um, we also talk about subject matter, things that, uh, you know, that might be prevalent or entertaining. And uh, we have a good time doing that. You know what I mean? So um, I hope that you guys had a good time with this. And, uh, you know, that's all I have to say. So for my final send off, I will say that I love you guys. Thank you so much for being a part of, of this process. And just remember that, uh, if you need anything, I'm just an email away. Um, let's, let's, you know, change the world, you know, one step at a time. But, uh, that's all I got recording from the Asian sensation studios in the greater Washington DC metropolitan area. This has been another episode of the Kim Huang Podcast Experience. Uh, this is your host with the most, your boy, the Asian statistician Kim Huang, saying thank you very much. Love you guys. God bless you. Be safe. And I'll catch you on the next one. All right, guys? Peace.